It's Sunday morning. Time for the Great Outdoors with Charlie Potter. Brought to you by the all-new Chevy Silverado and ChevyDriveChicago.com on Chicago's very own 720 WGN. Good morning. Welcome to the Great Outdoors show. Charlie Potter, your host here on WGN Radio and Happy New Year. Happy 2023 to everyone. We're the first live show here on WGN Radio of the new year, and I hope you're going to enjoy the show this morning. Since it's the 1st of January, I thought I would start off this show talking about firsts. First with kids and first with pets. And a recent experience I had, which reminded me of just how incredibly special it is to be with kids when they do the first thing in the outdoors. And I hope you enjoy what I'm about to describe. Friends of mine came in from South Africa, and they have two teenage children, a 15-year-old daughter and a 12-year-old son. And they arrived to Idaho, where we were going to be for a few days, and they had never seen snow before. We had had some snow in Idaho. My pickup bed truck was full of snow. When they got off the plane and went to put the luggage in the back of the pickup truck, there the bed had snow in it, and their eyes were as big as saucers. And the first thing they did was they had an instant snowball fight amongst their family. And it made me think right away what a special treat this is going to be Two kids from South Africa, never seen snow in a place where it definitely snows. So we got off to that start, and it was going to be their first time ever bird shooting. Uh, For the 15-year-old girl, it was her first time shooting, period. And for the 12-year-old boy, it was his first time shooting anything with a shotgun. And it it was just unbelievable, remarkable when it makes you think about your first experiences. And, I, and I, as I'm doing the show this morning, I'm thinking about some of my first experiences in the outdoors, and maybe you'll think about some of yours as well. Uh, I remember very much the first time I ever went duck hunting. I remember the first time I caught a big fish. makes me think about my daughter, and the first time at age three, she caught a largemouth bass. She cast the uh, frog, the plastic frog, 10 feet, and it went, the the water's edge was 10 feet, and she cast it at 11 feet, and it landed on the shore, and I helped her with my hand, give it a jerk back into the water, and the great big frog hit the top of the lily pad, and the second it hit the top of the lily pad, from under the lily pad exploded a largemouth bass, and to this day, some 20 years later, I can still remember the squeal of my daughter's delight or horror, not sure which it was, when this bass exploded out of the water just feet from her and took this big, big frog and, of course, disappeared. And I helped her reel it in. And from that day forward, I've had wonderful times fishing with my youngest daughter. So here we were on the plains of the Snake River in Idaho in the dead of winter last week after, after Christmas. And it was time to introduce two kids from South Africa to the wonders of America bird shooting, American bird shooting. Now, these, these two children are no strangers to the outdoors. Their parents own one of the, well, not one of, they own the finest uh, safari game farm in all of South Africa. 
called Gondwana, which is down near Mosul on the coast, uh, east of Cape Town. I had the pleasure of being there a number of years ago with my own kids. And if you're ever in South Africa and you're looking for a true far- safari experience without going to Kenya or going to up to Bots- Botswana or elsewhere, it's right there east of Cape Town. It's called Gondwana. So they're well experienced in the outdoors, but they had never experienced American-style bird shooting, duck hunting, pheasant hunting. First morning we went out, 15-year-old daughter Lucy and I, and her father in a blind, and there the ducks were, were plentiful. And we sat there, and we, when you're hunting with someone for the first time, the shot has to be perfect. You you don't want to wound anything. You also don't want to hurt their confidence. You want them to feel good about it. And so we were passing up any number of, of shots at decoying mallards till the uh, a mallard came in, and Lucy stood up and fired once, and it flew away. So we repeated that a moment later, and... She stood up and fired twice, and it flew away. Third time's the charm. We're about an hour into the hunt, and a drake mallard came in low right over the decoys, and Lucy stood up, and she shot, and the drake just folded. And she screamed with that same delight that I remember my young daughter, when she caught her first fish, screaming with, my goodness, I shot it, she said with her perfect South African accent. And the smile on her face was from ear to ear, and the, the smile on her father's face was from ear to ear, as was the smile on mine. Any number of times in my life, I've had the pleasure of being hunting with someone when they shoot their first bird or their first duck, which is a bird. And it's, there's just nothing like it. You, you, you never forget it. It brings back your childhood experiences, it brings back memories with your parents or your grandparents, in my case, my parents. Um, it, it just, everything flashes back in front of you and you're, you're a kid for a second again as you watch the joy of a young, in this case, a young girl, shoot her first duck. And I had the same experience with her, her brother, three years younger, Benjamin at age 12, went duck hunting the next day with his grandfather. And we sat in the blind, and again, we tried to make the shot absolutely perfect. And, of course, when you're hunting wild ducks, they're very hard to make the shot absolutely perfect. And we were having a few misses, and but Benjamin was not getting discouraged. And then a pretty challenging shot, uh, left to right crossing, decoying Mallard, flew by, spinning for the decoys, and Benjamin stood up and shot that, and just as happened 24 hours early, earlier with his sister, I saw the same incredible joy and the pride, in this case, of his grandfather watching his grandson shoot a duck. And you think, what's so important about shooting a duck? Uh, many of you listening probably never have hunted ducks or maybe don't even think we should hunt ducks. It's, it's actually the passing, really, from one generation to the next the experiences of, of hunting and being outdoors and being with family and to see not once, but twice over the course of two days, children shoot their first ducks as it should be over decoys, one with her father, the other with his grandfather, just extraordinary. And the pleasure it gave me to, to see the joy on their face. And hopefully I'm conveying it to you reminds us that 
while we love may love to hunt, we may love to fish, it's better when you do it with kids to see their enthusiasm and to know that you're helping to pass something on that um, that's been so so much of our heritage and for so many of you so much of your life, whether it's fishing or, or bird hunting or big game hunting, it really doesn't matter. Being with a being with a a young adult a child out in the outdoors and watching them do something for the first time, it's just like we did it for the first time all over again. And then we went out and we had an Idaho pheasant hunt and we had lots of wild pheasants, which of course are impossible to get where they really need to be. And even though we were over a good pointing dog uh, and we had good flushes, the shots proved extraordinarily challenging, but I'll be darned if they both didn't shoot at pheasants and occasionally a pheasant came down and it's the same joy, the feeling of, of accomplishment and, and the feeling of gaining confidence. Uh, so quite a, quite a couple days for me on the Snake River Plains of southern Idaho with a family from South Africa who lived with lions and elephants on their, on their, game, on their game farm, and they lived with cheetah, and they lived with leopard, and they lived with all the big five animals and, and all the species, and yet to come to America and have their first bird shooting experience quite something. And then as part of this, another first, a puppy. A year ago, a little over a year ago, I purchased a puppy that also had its very first duck hunt with me. And I want to come back from the break, just tell you quickly about what it's like, the thrill you've all, many of you have had it, of a dog that you raised from puppyhood to their first hunt and all the expectations and all the excitements and all the hopes you have. And you can only hope that your training and everything you did will, will bear fruit when the first time it really counts. I'll be back in just a moment, and also I'm going to talk about a possible first with the upcoming Farm Bill, which would be just a profoundly great thing if it could happen. You are listening to Charlie Potter on the Outdoor Voice of Chicago and America, 720 WGN. And first, a message from our longtime sponsors, the Northwest Indiana and Chicagoland Chevrolet dealers. When sunrise is your alarm clock, life is different. You eat a ditch for breakfast. Love the smell of diesel in the morning with a hot cup of joe. The weather report is 40% chance of mud. And corporate pull, that's 36,000 pounds of towing capacity with a gooseneck trailer. Mudden is PTO. You know sometimes when the paved road ends, the fun begins. Chevy Silverado 3500 HD is waiting to run over something, anything. No road, no problem, because the best way out is always through. A trouble rides a swift horse, and you don't want trouble pulling a backhoe loader. Chevy Silverado HD is a wake-up call. Now, during Chevy truck season, get a $1,000 accessory allowance toward the purchase of a new truck with accessories. You worked hard for your money. Spend it smart. So see your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealer today or go to ChevyDriveChicago.com for all the details. Chevy Silverado HD. Power up and experience life in HD. It's Charlie Potter and the Great Outdoors on Chicago's very own 720 WGN. Welcome back to the Great Outdoors show. Charlie Potter, your host here on WGN Radio. And Happy New Year to all of you just joining me and for those of you who've been with me on so far on the show on this first day of January when I talk about the first that happened in life and why not 
How fitting. On the first day of January, kids seeing snow for the first time, having their first snowball fight, shooting their first duck, shooting their first pheasant, and remembering when it was like when we, too, did our first things as kids. So a lot of you listening have dogs. A lot of you have hunting dogs. They all came from puppies. And watching a puppy mature is, well, it's like watching a child grow up. So in this case, my daughter's black lab at age 16 months, it was time for her. Name is Ladybug. Time for Ladybug to move from the training field into the uh, hunting field. So again, on the southern plains of Idaho, Ladybug went on her first duck hunt. And I have to describe this as, as I do with hoping everything goes right, but then realizing no matter what you do with a young dog, you're going to put them in a situation they haven't experienced. So we went out into a flooded cornfield, which the hole in front of the blind was wide open water, but the problem was everything else was frozen solid, and it was the kind of ice you couldn't quite walk on, so you broke through. And in the case of this well-trained, I hope, black lab, the first duck was shot, landed out in the hole, and I sent Ladybug back, and she splashed out in the water, and there wasn't swimmable depth, and she ran, and she picked up the Drake mallet, and she brought it back, and all of a sudden in front of her, here was this sheet of ice between her and the dog stand she was supposed to be on next to the blind, and she tried to clamber up on it, and of course it broke through, and ice has sharp edges, and she was not prepared for this. The dog had never seen ice, at least swamp swimming in ice. So I went out and I took the duck from her and she was as proud as she could be. And I broke the ice back to the dog stand and helped her get up on the dog stand. And she sat there as just as perfect as I, as she had been trained. And as I'd hoped would happen a few minutes later, a flock of ducks came in and my son and I shot two ducks and down came two Drake mallards. And at the command ladybug went straight out and she picked up the first Drake mallard and she came running back swimming back through the water, about chest deep, so half swimming, half running. She hit the edge of the ice, and she stopped for the second time. Only this time, there was no my going out and getting her and bringing her back to the dog stand. She simply took the duck in her mouth and walked right out to where she had picked it up and stood in the water, which was just below her belly, and looked at me. So I blew the whistle, and Ladybug looked at me. Didn't move. I blew it again. She didn't move. She had an electric collar on, but I was not going to use it because I realized what was happening was she was afraid of the ice, and the ice had hurt her. She had not experienced it. She was, it was a foreign. She had been on dog stands and had lots of dummies thrown so and lots of watery trees, but, you, but nothing with ice. So I walked out in the middle of the hole, and I took the duck from her, and she went and got the other duck, and same thing, came up to the edge of the ice, turned around and went out and stood in the middle of the hole with the duck in her mouth, <laughs> couldn't get her back. So this time my son walked out to the, in the knee-deep water to where Ladybug was and took the duck from her, came back to the blind. We then called her, and she just stood in this knee-depth water, about 24 inches deep, and looked at us. Basically, I'm not going anywhere. You guys keep shooting. I'll, reach, I'll go get your ducks, and I'll bring them right to the middle of this hole, and that's as far as I'm taking them. I don't like that ice at all. 
So we cajoled her, couldn't get her to move. My son said, well, Dad, I'll take her back to the truck. And so he walked through, got the dog, and went back to the truck. And we uh, kept uh, hunting and shot some more ducks. And then I brought her back in the boat and broke the ice. And from there on out, she retrieved everything as long as she didn't have to break, break the ice herself. So it was really a remarkable first. I think about all the puppies I've trained in my life and their firsts. And I think talking to you this morning, you all have firsts with your dogs. We raise them as puppies. We, we watch them misbehave. We watch them chew everything that, that's important to us. And, and, and then when they finally it's time to, to go hunting, we hope that they begin a life of, of being a great hunting companion. In this case, Ladybug will be a great hunting companion. I've got to get her over her fear of ice, a little more training, but another first. A first duck for a dog is, is if you've trained that dog, is, is as exciting as watching a child shoot their first bird or catch their first fish. So on this New Year's Day, I'm going to thank you for listening to the Great Outdoors show. Next week, I will talk about one of the most promising things possible in the effort to have agriculture and conservation work together, an effort in the farm bill that could be absolutely transformative. So join me next Sunday morning for more on The Great Outdoors Show. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great week in the great outdoors. Happy New Year, everyone. This is Charlie Potter on The Great Outdoors Show, the outdoor voice of Chicago and America, 720 W.